Today I come to you with a heavy heart because of the subject. It is about the death of a loved one and how it can lead someone into a spiritual or mental or physical type prison. Within three years of release, two out of three ex-offenders are rearrested. Clearly, something is broken. It's time we strategize ways to prevent repeat offenses. Our brainstorming session starts now. Welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon podcast with me, Michi J, the host. Today, I want to talk about how the death of a loved one and how it can cause so much strife within a family when you're making family arrangements for them to be buried and how this can just lead to so much chaos and how it can have you just getting in trouble, so to speak, where you're not getting along with family members or in how the enemy can use that to possibly lure you into a trap we do talk here about spiritual warfare, about prisons, not just physical prisons, but spiritual prisons and mental prisons as well. And we want to bring to awareness all the things that can get you locked up in either type of prison, whether it's a physical, a mental or spiritual prison. I think this one is a really top one is when a family member dies. And I'm sorry to report that my sister just died on the 9th, very unexpectedly. So we had no warning whatsoever. And in these particular cases, I think it's in any case I've heard, it can really lead to a lot of confusion and possible chaos and This is a difficult time for any family member, and this is a very easy time for the enemy to bring up strife. And I've heard this over and over again, that the death of a loved one, you really see the real person come out. I didn't understand it till these last few days and just dealing with trying to process what's going on Um, my sister is gone and she was one of my biggest supporters and my mom and I and my brothers we're doing okay and her kids are making it through but at times you just have to be very wary because of miscommunication and high emotions, um, what's going on. I've heard it all the time. I can give you some stories about funerals where, you know, I had a particular uncle. That that was one of the liveliest funerals I ever went to where some woman got up and started saying how much he, what he's done for her and how he taught her how to drive. Now, this wasn't his wife. So you can believe, you can understand what happened at that particular funeral. Um, very spirited, 
I heard someone say, call it that one time, <laughs> you know, what can go on is very spirited. But I'm saying all this to say, I like to bring to attention real life things and what people need to be on alert for. And it's hard to be guarded during these times because your emotions are running high. It's, you're, you're trying to understand what happened. And um, in this particular case, we don't know what happened. And about time I got there to my sister's home, her body had already been taken. And it's just trying to gather information is, is really difficult. And it seems I don't want people to get into, you know, being disruptive because they don't know what's going on. I talked to the pastor that's going to be officiating my sister's funeral. And he said that what goes on is that people, at the time someone dies, they feel guilty. And that's when they try to make up for it. It has nothing to do with money or things like that because my, it's, this is not about money. And I was explaining that to him. He said, no, that he's officiated a lot of funerals and he's been counseling me. And he said that during these times of bereavement, people are trying to make up for what they didn't do for the person in real life. So now they have to assert themselves and for instance, he gave the example of when um, a friend of his, it was a lady that he had to pay her phone bill, I mean her light bill when she was alive and her son and her were not on great terms. But at the end when she died, he turned around and put $30,000 for her to be buried. And it don't make sense because in the, when she was living, he didn't pay that sort of a tribute to her. He didn't even help her pay the light bill. But now he has to now make up for something and he's doing all this. And it caused a lot of confusion because people wanted to do different things. And it's happened in my family before where it's people arguing over what the deceased should wear. And if you have an extended family, if the person's gotten married again, it can even be worse. So I say this to say, during these particular times, I think people should be on high alert when there's a death of a loved one to be very careful of how emotions are high and it can lead you into wrong communications and bad terms with family members that can have you in a physical or mental prison or even a physical one because I've seen it all. So this is a trial for me. And again, this is what we talk about here. We talk about real stuff, real stuff here, even the tough things. And I thank you all so much for all the condolences that I have been receiving and the support during this times of bereavement and grief and really just trying to process everything. I don't think I'm gonna get to that till after the funeral because it's been a lot of chaos right now. 
And I've been getting a lot of feedback from other people saying the same thing when their family members died, it was chaos. This is Michi J signing off and saying, God bless and have a great and blessed week. Thanks for tuning in to the show. For more information on our guests and resources, visit prisonerspardon.com. If you're enjoying the content, follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, God bless.